advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa, Sofa King. King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I, I am. am. Sofa King. Faster. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Yeah, Dave, uh, you're not supposed to breathe in the first part of the episode. Now I got to cut that shit out. I was do breathing. Yeah, I heard you. With my dog. There's your duck. My dog. Your um, dog? Mm-hmm. No, it was. <sighs> no, it's, in your, it's in, in your lap and you're petting it like a lap dog, like a secret evil. Like it's your pet? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Send me a picture. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Are you wearing pants? Mm. This changes the yeah, situation. Yeah, I am wearing pants. Oh. Mm. Like full on pants? Like you can jeans? wear pants and have them unzipped, though. I'm wearing, I'm I'm wearing uh, pajama pants. I've never oh. seen Dave in, in jeans. I want to see uh, Dave's Wrangler butt. Yeah. After, probably, after Dave gets to drive re- me nuts. After Dave gets to record the podcast in success in remote. I don't think we're ever going to see him I again. I just thought the same thing. He's never coming here again. <laughs> the drop of a hat. Like, like, like the government locking the country down. He looks, like, he looks like a balder Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> fucking just... <laughs> what was that movie? Samuel L. Jackson where like a wife beater and he's just all fucking crazy. Like... I don't, oh, uh, yeah, oh. yeah. With uh, It has uh, like Justin Timberlake and shit in it. He's, he's like the, the neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fucking crazy. Yeah. Moan? Something moan? Black snake what? moan. Black snake Black moan. Snake moan. Yeah. yeah. That's how I just pictured Dave. Just <laughs> fucking. Yeah. Any excuse in the future, Dave's going to be like, I got a hangnail. I'm not going to make it, yeah. guys. Just fire well, up the laptop. I'm pretty much wearing the same clothes I'd be wearing if I was down there. I even have a shirt laying on the floor. Oh, that I would have worn on top of my. <laughs> that you would have thrown off. I would have yeah, thrown, thrown off on the floor there. A lot of people don't know this. Dave, like he comes to the podcast like he's about to have sex. He, he, he drops. <laughs> like a, a he drops a flip yeah. flop. Yeah. Then, like as he takes the next step, the next flip flop, and then he like pulls his overshirt off and just throws it on the fucking ground. Yeah. Like what? Did and, you, the, and the carpet's not. I mean, yeah. it's not. I don't. I don't feel like it's like. It's not dirty. It's just filthy, cr- dirty. It's, it's crumbles just, it's, from yeah, the walls falling it's down around. Dusty us. down here. Yeah. I guess. You but could I only. Say. I only do that in the summer months because it's so fucking unbearable down there. It is hot. Oh, yeah. I'm dreading it's that coming. Shit. It's coming too. Man, what can we do? We should just steal yeah, that. We need Dave's like, you know what we could do? Remote. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, I miss the studio. I'm, I, I... Yeah, I couldn't do it. We should put a better AC down here. We need a mini split. Yeah. Well, uh, we could do it, but it's running that line set to the other fucking hole. It's like 50 it. feet away. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. You can get them. Amazon. How well will it work? I wonder. Though. Oh, there was mini splits on Facebook. Really? Uh, yeah, they were they were like eighteen hundred bucks or some shit like that, or fucking. They were pretty cheap. Yeah. How many tons? How many uh, BTU? It was a decent, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'd have to look into it a little bit, but yeah, it might yeah. be worth. We just need to do. It. We just need to pull the trigger on it. We need to get fucking real mic stands. Been fucking dealing with these fuckers. I know. I keep saying and fucking new, new chairs. 
<laughs> chairs, mic stands, and a mini split. That's yeah. what we're. That's what your patrons going. Yeah. Patronage is going. Mini split, for. well spent. The chair, yeah. these chair, chairs. Mine's giving served. up. My hydraulics yeah. are all the way gone. Like I'm fucking on the ground down. Yeah. I'm low riding. Which we could get chairs, obviously, but we're just too lazy. It's like the shelves we're gonna get for the extra whiskey. They're, oh, not, they're not here yet. You sent me that link too. I didn't order yeah. it. Well, I we, we don't talk that. that much. The link's there. I'll order yeah. it. We're only friends on Sundays. I order the. <laughs> I mean, I order all the refill shirts. That's our new shirt. Yeah, yeah. We're friends on Sundays. Yeah, we're best friends on Sundays. Yeah. That's true. Self King Podcast. Yeah. We're your only. We're only your friends on Sundays. That's a good. Th- I'm writing that down. Where's my pen? At? Nothing's gonna come of it, but you know. No, that's a good one though. I'm writing it's, it down. Someone will remind me. Someone will want that. Yeah. yeah. Only friends on Sunday. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Noted. Next genius idea. You wrote it on a paper that's down here that's never leaving. It's never going to, yeah, you'll see it next <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. Oh, that's, damn it. What, what was that? Only Friends on Sunday. What did I write that down for? I'd, I'd write it on my hand. I don't remember my stand up routine. I'd, <laughs> I'd write it on my hand, but I get accusations when I get home. Oh. Like a fucking, it's just like, it, who'd you tell on, I always write you on B, Sunday? Because we're going to watch this fucking Boys in the Hood when I get yeah. home or whatever B. movie you guys are talking about. I write the first letter, whatever it is. Like, what's that mean? What's that stand for? What's that represent? It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Should write D, and when she asks, big, you'd be like, "Fucking big, divorce, big fat bitches." That's what yeah. it stands for. Except for big fat bitches. What's no, that? Bitches. It's <laughs> no, it's D. And, and I'm gonna fuck them all. Yeah, D. When she asks you, "What's that letter stand for?" I'd be like, divorce, divorce bitch. <laughs> yeah. D for divorce. Yeah, and then S the next week. What's that for? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and then another one, another S. Oh, there's another S on your head. That means shut the fuck up. No, it means fucking. You about to get socked. I'm gonna do it. Let's do it in a row. I'm gonna put an yeah. S tonight. Yeah, see what happens. Just socked. This sounds like loading. a great idea. Start, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing bad's going to come of that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 what's that stand for? It means come in for none your business. Set, yeah. In. Oh, what's the end? I would say do yeah. the, do the, re, do reverse psychology and just write like, you know, L. And then when she's like, why does it say L in your hand? It's like, I just wanted to remind myself to tell you I love you when I got home. Love. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, she'll, know, <laughs> she'll know it's a lie right off the bat. If he says S is L for, for shut lies. the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. If he says S is for shut the fuck up, she'll be like, ah, oh, that's something you would do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this pen won't write. I'm going to have to like tattoo it on oh. my hand with oh, this here, fucking me, pen. Dave's got all kinds of pens. Let me see that one. Here. None, none of those are my pens. Oh, they, there's a marker. They become your pens. They, all these pens suck out of the shit. Oh, fuck. A Sharpie? Silver? I don't know. That's what's in here. Here. <laughs> Here's a ballpoint. Let's Here. see if that'll work. Does it work? So some of our some of our friends on Sundays you wrote in, on the mouse pad. Yeah. What, what else am I gonna do on it? Oh my god. Some of it our Sunday work. some of <laughs> some of our Sunday friends are our patrons, and you're our best friends on Sunday, and we want to thank you. Um, starting with Jason Holman. 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 That's how Jason Holman. He, he, he likes, can swallow. He likes he to find swallow, the hole in a man. Yeah, yeah, he can swallow a whole man. man part. Yeah. I like that one. That's why it gets that the one's name. good. Mm-hmm. Um, there is Rebecca Narkowitz. Mm. She was on American Tell. Mm. She's a narc. And she knows yeah, that yeah, all yeah. The, str- the streets in America are lined with cheese. Yeah, she's the one that sold out John DeLorean. Yeah, fucking narc. <laughs> Narkowitz. She's, she's a narcowitch, yeah. which means she's Polish and she can't help herself but fall. A narcowitch. I thought you just said. No, she is a narcowitch. Said narco-witch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Gray is a patron of ours. He's an alien. Well, yeah, he is. 
With those eyes, well, you'd think so. He's yeah. not really an alien. He just likes to dress up like an owl and hide outside of my bedroom at night. His his eyes are really close together. Yeah, he only has to wear the bottom feather part. Mm. The top part, it looks like an owl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Canada, for sure. Yeah. Giant Flies on eyes, <laughs> crazy nose. He can spin his yeah. head completely around backwards. Yes. Really close together. Dude, there's yeah. real people. Have you seen that shit like on YouTube where they'll grab someone, like hold their shoulders, and then someone else will turn their head around because they yeah. can't do it themselves. They're double-necked. But- yeah, they can fucking like yeah. look the wrong way. I don't know. My, my son's double jointed, like his elbows like oh, been Maddox freakishly is, weird. Dude, Maddox can just, do the weird thing on the ground yeah, with push-ups and flip his elbow it's not, backwards. It's not cool. Make yeah, him that's stop not cool. Yeah. It's not cool. Yeah. And then um I know you guys remember this guy because of the fucking mess he made in the studio. Corey Drake. Everywhere. That Fuck motherfucker tried dude. to party like it was nineteen ninety nine oh down here. God. I was like, I said I'd show you the studio. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. And we there's I, not even any toilet paper around right now. And he made yeah. that like, come on, dude. Well, the other thing he left the used condom and nothing happened. He was here like fucking thirty seconds. He, <laughs> By I was himself. like, where did you, where did you get a used condom? Yeah. And he stuck his dick in his own butt. It yeah. was impressive. <laughs> that is impressive. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of limp yeah. to be able to make the turn. Yeah. yeah. But the length was there. Yeah. yeah. Well, his dick's double jointed. That's what oh, I was right, right, about. right. That's what yeah, it, it all ties yeah, together. Led into it. Yeah. It all ties together. Yep. Like his dick ties into his butt. Yep, that's <laughs> like his dick mm-hmm. ties into his butt. I like it. Um, so thank you for being our uh, patrons. Um, if you're interested in uh, signing up uh, for as little as $1 a month, uh, you get bonus uh, episodes. We record a bonus episode every weekend that uh, drops. So you can get bonus content. It's usually either uh, questions and answers or it's uh, like mini episodes. We have a topic that we don't think is long enough to get a full thing from. So we'll we'll uh, throw out a, a little mini episode at you. But it's always there. And you're not a fuckface peasant anymore. And if you get up to five bucks, you get early uh, releases. And if you get more than that, you get cups and shirts and good people on live stream. People on live, live stream, stream. yeah, like Jackie Roberts and yeah. Richard Gunther and Joshua Lee Roberts. How many Roberts in here? Joshua Lee Roberts. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, a, he's, he's a serial assassin. killer. He's a killer. President. <laughs> motherfucker, that motherfucker shot Lincoln. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. By the way. So um, stupid. But join Patreon, and we really, really appreciate it. That's how we're gonna keep a new air conditioner or an air conditioner. I can't say a new air conditioner. Just an air conditioner in the Bakersfield basement. You guys just give me eighteen hundred dollars. I'm going to make a air conditioning uh, jacket. Oh, there you go. What? Yeah, give me my prototype. I'm jacket? looking for funding. Yeah. Where's the air flowing from? The healthier cooler and some fans. Uh, yeah. That sounds horrible. So in draft in there. I mean, it's not flattering. It makes you look like you gained ten pounds. It's kind of fluffy, but huh. it's like the sumo suits, but on a smaller scale. Hmm. And it has a peltier cooler. It runs off a nine volt battery. I'm fine with it. The heat pump. Yeah. Guy standing next to you is going to get a little heat, though. I have to warn you, and it may catch fire. Hmm. Yeah. Patent pending. You know who else has a good heat pump? <laughs> L Yucateco hot sauce. Oh, oh wow. man. Wow. <laughs> You're on fire, yeah. Dave. That's an alley oop. Dave dunked it. Yeah. 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 They're our primary sponsor. Pump. It is deliciousness. Uh, so no, you lost uh, it, Dave. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. That was me. I waited too long yeah. to say yeah, the King of did. Flavor since 1968. Uh, I, just, I waited too long. It was yeah. my bad. Yeah. Yeah, but they're the, delicious. The other part give, was too smooth. Give them a try. You can go straight to their, even if you're social distancing and you don't want to go to the grocery store, you can go straight to their website and order uh, some goodness and it'll get to your house lickety split. 
Or if you're mm-hmm. agoraphobic and just using it to social distance. That's true. Mm-hmm. I've got a friend that does that shit. Like That's he even true. has a podcast. Uh, he still pulls it off. Hey, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's in heaven right now, I think. Dave, yeah. this like every time we ever said like, w- like on a question episode, like what's your fantasy? What's your wildest dream? If you had all the money in the Be world, like, nobody. could I hide in my house and read books all day and just drink a good whiskey? Yeah. Like Dave's like, oh, what the apocalypse? I'm going to hide in my house, read yeah. books all day and have a good whiskey. Yeah. And when everybody's dead and done, I'll be the only one here. Until he it's, runs out of ramen, he'll have to go out and yeah. find something. No, they have Instacart. They'll bring it to me. It's fucking, <laughs> No, they're it's, dead. Everyone's not in the apocalypse. Dead. Oh, that's true. Well, at that point, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care if I go out at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's slow and grueling. No, it's pretty fantastic. I bet. Like, I know. I, I mean, and I like, I know people who are like really struggling under you know the the house arrest but man i don't know how like that's fucking fantastic i just i don't I mean, understand I, to, what people did before like right. i don't know maybe i'm different like my well we're we're to, leaving to be still. honest we're, we're both still going out as well yeah 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 because yeah. Like, i because i work still my wife still works my son still goes to his daycare mm-hmm. and like my daughter still come back and forth and yeah, nothing's really changed except for I have to wait in a fucking line to get into places. Right. I mean, my family's on lockdown, but I'm yeah. still the guy that, like, they're getting mad at me because like, you don't understand, dad, you got to leave the house. And I was like, go in and drive, man. Just yeah. get in the car. Just drive. Well, you fuck, just go, go on a walk. Yeah. You can leave the house. Yeah, exactly. Like, go yeah. walk. Yeah. Go to they, the park. They, and just no, don't no, play they, on the toys. Go throw go to a the ball. park. Yeah, you the can. No, no you can go to the park. You can't play on the toys. You're not supposed to go. Technically, the parks are closed, so they can boot you. Well, that's fine. Then they'll tell you to leave. Right. But you can go throw a ball right. around, go play soccer. Yeah, we gotta get, like, get, a, get a, a fucking kite. There's, there's all a, kinds of shit you could do. There's a big field near uh my yeah, campus. Bodies just in a it. big ass fucking field with some trees. And like when Vaughn's bored of being in the backyard, we drive over to a big empty field full of trees yep. and sticks, and he runs around and plays with them and fucking yep. wears himself out and we come back home. It's fantastic. Yep. I still go motorcycle riding. There's people fucking loaded up. Loaded up yesterday, fucking motorcycles, fucking RVs, fucking people out everywhere. And that's cool. I know, I know here's a little different than other places, but you know, whatever. whatever. I don't know. I'm doing fucking housework. I got all kinds of shit done. We got yeah. bushes pulled. Fuck, I got all kinds of shit to do. Yeah, I don't so, even like I, don't I guess that's part of the board. I guess that's part of the problem is I have too much fucking shit to do between yeah. all the fucking classes I'm teaching, between Vaughn, between the podcast, between trying to fucking do some shit for my publisher, trying to get fiction done. Like I I yeah. I'm busier now than I normally am. Yeah. And it sucks. Like talk to me in yeah. five weeks when the semester ends and I might sing you a different story if we're still on lockdown, but right now yeah. it's pretty is there any end in sight? Have they gave it like a projection of what they think they're going to let it up? I don't, I don't watch the news. Nobody it knows. Every, everybody's trying. Everybody's trying. Like some people want it to be done faster. Other people are not. Like, right. Yeah. Right. Yep. I don't know. I'm just going with the flow. Yep. I'm so Home Depot's open. I've I saved a ton of money, house. man. Like, I guess, I don't know what I was doing did before. Did you switch like, to Geico on your car I did. Insurance? 15%. <laughs> I have 15% more money in my wow. account. Wow. Easy. <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah. Like really going to the store, buying food, like. Yeah, we cook every night. I don't. Yeah, but I thought I was saving money I, by still, going to Taco Bell. I've still Bell, went you know? out. I've still no. You're not really. No, though. That's really. the thing. Like, because if you add up a meal, like I'm able to make some fucking hamburger helper with some fucking vegetables and some right. bread or something, and you're like, oh, that's ten bucks, and it fed right. the whole family. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and then you go order pizza or something. You're like, damn, I just spent thirty. Our water bill got know? crazy though. Like, I guess. Yeah, I, you're gonna use more water. Yeah, we're using more water. Um, the PG&E though, we're just trying to be super fucking because everyone's home. Like, as soon as yeah. it gets hot, it's like normally people would be at work and school. Mm-hmm. And the air wouldn't be on. Yeah. But it's going to be a fucking all day event yeah. for the air conditioner. So we'll see what happens with that. Well, talk to us in a week. Yeah. I'm going to get a Walmart pool before they're sold out. 
thought you yeah. had a pool. What happened? No, that was like two years old. It gets sun rotted. Like oh, really? it was stuck Damn, to the metal. I couldn't crazy. even take it down. I had to cut it off the metal yeah. with my knife oh. because the sun heated the plastic to the fucking metal. No. I still have all the filter, like because I bought like an aftermarket filter. I have like a big. Well, we can filter. do like we could do like uh, social distancing swimming. You can come over and just go in my backyard. There you go. <laughs> fucking, just swim in your yeah, pool. just go yeah. swim and then leave. That kills the COVID. Yeah. If you if you need a pool, get that shit right now because it's not getting here. Till yeah, I'm it's just gonna get bad. That, yeah, he's looking. I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm serious. If yeah, you fucking think ahead on that shit because yeah. a week from now it's gonna be hot in Bakersfield. Yeah, if everybody's like, yeah if everybody's cool. stuck at home still. Yep. Yeah, in, in May it's gonna be fucking dreadful. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Podbelly, makeapodcast.com. Awesome in, <laughs> in your nose there. Exactly in your nose. Yeah, it's like cocaine. Had to do something. It's a hell of a drug. Yeah. So our topic today is a cult, and it's a <clears throat> it's a weird one to to research. If you're looking into it, I've got I've, I've always got our you know the links of, of the sources that I looked at, and there's not a lot of sources out on this. Um, the first thing, like once I was done researching this, and I was done um, getting my head around this group called the the uh, Buddha field. Is it, I, or is it bud filled? It's, it's the bud filled. Buddha field. I like it. Yeah. Bud half filled. I just had, cause as I was researching it, like I realized that like short, shortly into the research, I realized I just need to watch this fucking documentary. I know. I, I um, didn't want to try to convince you cause I, you don't like watching documentaries, but man, there's so much visual shit there. Well, and no, the interviews. Regardless, every single article that I read started with the Buddha field cult is a cult that no one knew about until uh, the documentary Holy Hell came out in 2016, and then the entire article was just some half-baked, lame discussion of what happened in the documentary. And then Because the that's article, the only source of information is right. the guy that was in the, exactly. in the cult for 22 years that leaked the footage. He has like so, 32 hours of footage. There's one article that I posted that does a really good job of summarizing the film, and there's one article that's actually an interview with a bunch of the people that are from the film. Everything else was just like, oh, I guess I just need to fucking watch this. I found it like because the documentary is kind of long. It's like an hour and 40 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, but I did find, um, man, I got to find it. I'll, I'll find it at some point in time here. But there was a YouTube, the one that I sent you guys. Um, and it was a pretty good, like condensed version. Right. I don't know what I wrote that on. God damn it. I wrote it somewhere, but there's a pretty good condensed version, like 24 minutes instead of an hour and 44 minutes. Mm -hmm. And a girl on YouTube like goes through and kind of gives her a little version. My advice is on this cult. If you want to know more about veil, veil lifted. Yeah. Veil lifted. Thank you. Um, Go. It's as of this recording, it's licensed for Netflix. So if you have Netflix, you can watch Holy hell. Um, And, uh, I don't know. It's it's. I, I always. I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. But we're going to talk a lot about what goes on in the movie. So if you intend to watch the movie at some point, you might want to hit pause and go watch the movie because we're going to talk a lot about some of the stuff that's in the movie. But if you like, if you like uh, documentaries, if you like documentaries about cults, um, it's a it's a pretty good documentary about about this group. And the cult is a little bit different. He seems less fucked up and evil than a lot of the cult leaders that we've followed. 
in the beginning, it's just like a spiritual, like positivity for group sure, to the for sure. to the point of like goofy laughing annoyance. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "How Very are these annoying. people so fucking yeah. happy?" Like it was driving me crazy. I and like, he's giggly, giggly fucks. He still does some nefarious shit there towards the end, and he, you know, he gets he gets mad with his own power, but not like a lot of cult leaders do, right? I mean, right. he he could have gotten he could have gone a lot. Jim Jones, lot, yeah, yeah, he could have done a lot more than what he did, but what he did did get uh, pretty shitty. But the thing that that I had to wonder, and I wanted to start Googling it, but I didn't have the time. We wouldn't know at all about this cult if this guy that left after 18 years, 22 years, 22 years, this guy named Will Allen, who made the movie 22 years later, uh, he leaves the cult and um, makes this documentary because since he had a film background, they said, oh, you'll film everything like you'll be our, you know, you're, you're a record keeper. You're going to film all this shit. So he's just got 22 years worth of film about what they're doing. And um, if it wasn't for that, we'd never know about it. And it just made me wonder how many fucking cults are out there. There's probably a lot. I mean, just, just like serial gonna, killers. I mean, until they put on their sneakers and fucking die for the comet or a documentary comes out, you're not going to fucking know about it, you know? And it wasn't yeah. huge. There was maybe 50, 60 people, but that's it's and, and the everywhere. thing about it. The thing about the cult is like, you don't know you're in a cult until shit goes mm-hmm. sideways. Uh, like a lot of people like in this one, they were like, oh, ha ha. Like the leader's running around in a fucking speedo and he's preaching Jesus shit to us. Like this seems like culty, but we know we're not in a cult. We're just a bunch of happy people. Like nothing's going wrong. Here. At some point, a lot of the interviews, they were like, it took a lot for me to kind of keep believing this. Well, they, I kept saying that the benefits outweighed, you know, and th- that was the crazy thing. The benefits outweighed the weirdness and right. they quit questioning it. They would just look past it. Like, yeah, we're running around with a bunch of peacocks out here, but the genuine, like, the stories of like him transferring energy to them and they actually seeing fucking light and things about like the genuine loss, like at the end when they, they had such a sense of family and they were like, actually had like real like grieving um, because they were so sad that it was over. Like it was wild. Like, and they look back thinking like they never really thought they were in a cult and they still didn't even have like ill feelings. Like no one ever said rape. You know what I mean? They never right. said rape. These are heterosexual right. men. They never said the word rape. Right. Because it was They said, it was like, Ish. yeah, weird. it was <laughs> weird, Ish. dude. Ish. He got Jedi fucking hypnotized yeah. into butt sex. It was crazy. And the documentary hmm. apparently was produced and funded by Jared Leto. Who's that? Leto. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. From, uh, I, went to one of his, I went to one of his concerts from a parking lot. What's the name Jared of his Leto. band? Is oh, that the handsome guy? Jared Leto. He's in Fight Club. Uh, he played the Joker. Yeah. He's in a big fucking band. Oh, Mr. Handsome. He looks like a cult leader himself. I looked him yeah. up. What band is he in? I don't know his band. Fuck, I don't know. Singer, songwriter. Bloody, bloody, blah. COVID in series. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, it's not very good. He looks like fucking he wants to be Jesus, though. 30, his eyes are 30 really seconds close. to Mars. Never heard of it. <clears throat> so I, I heard him when we went to a Muse concert in the worst fucking venue I've ever been to in my entire fucking life up in Northern California. And we, it took us an hour to get from where we parked into the actual fucking stadium. And we heard 30 Seconds to Mars, which was the opening act from a parking lot walking in to find our seats. So we didn't really hear him. So that was as close as I came to, to their band. I have no idea what they play. I don't know. Um, but so Will Allen was there for 22 years. He was a filmmaker. 
Um, his sister was apparently part of the group and she talked him into to joining it in uh, 1985, I think is when he joined. Um, but I got it like at the very beginning of the documentary. I was like, this is going to be fucking rough. I don't want to watch this because at the very beginning, like the literally like the one of the first shots of the movie is it's like him getting ready to like give backstory and explain why he made this film and who he is and whatever. And he just gives this weird ass look to the camera. Yeah. It looked a little too uh, rehearsed. Like he looked like uh, he was like getting ready to put on the show, but, and it was like, it wasn't just that it looked rehearsed. It looked like you're in a cult, right? <laughs> like it's just a weird spacey. What is that expression? I don't know. I was like, this is going to be fucking rough, but then it wasn't rough. It was just a, you know, he wasn't really on camera uh, for the rest of the time, but um, he has a ton of footage because he's been, he's allowed by everybody there to film everything. Like they all live together. He's filming all this shit for 22 years. So all the major events that this cult did over the 22 years, he's got footage of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um so all the butt, all the butt sex, all the butt sex. Well, there is a planking scene. Yeah, a lot of footage going on there. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> the so, but it's it's really weird. Like the, I was looking at it like the early the, the beginning of the documentary. There's like nothing wrong in Budafield Land. It's just all the happiness and them. Like, and I was just like. Well, you know what like during the 80s like i remember that shit like everybody went to the park and had like picnics and you played frisbee and like it was a different fucking time like you didn't you didn't have netflix like you barely had video games you sort of had atari you know what i mean so like people were oh, out people go doing outside shit. they were yeah. outside doing shit see what's the difference we were just talking about people going crazy inside like everybody's already inside these right. fuckers went crazy right. outside but they're like at the fucking river and like they're in a huddle of like 40 people in this giant fucking hug and they're just like laughing like overly laughing though like it looks mm-hmm. like they're on laughing gas or something no, i was like, like yeah. i wouldn't you like maybe they were high if someone was like dude you need to come down here and join us at Budafield, i'd have been there for 15 fucking minutes before i left and never went back right. they're all singing songs and they're always just wet they're always wet. <laughs> they're just always, they're always half naked and floating around in water somewhere and singing songs. And I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ, get me away from these people right now. Yeah. Way too happy. Now, what was happening in the eighties with you that everywhere you went, everybody was outside playing frisbee. Yeah. I was trying to think of that too. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe, well, fucking... maybe that's my childhood. Like uh, we like went to like Hart park and had like yeah. a fucking barbecued Hart park. And we fucking played frisbee and threw the ball around. I was like a company picnic. You go do this. Like, it's like my childhood. We were outside. I was riding my bike. Like, or like we'd have people over at a house for yeah. a barbecue. Like it was just more gatherings. Like now I don't ever yeah. do that kind like of shit. family reunions and stuff. It felt like it was always yeah. a family reunion at a park yeah. or something. You know what I mean? It just feel, it felt more like there was a lot of more family stuff happening like that. Yeah. We used you know, even play. Easter, oh, it was like 30 true. people at Easter and there's all these yeah. kids now hunting for Easter eggs. And, family, and now right. it's like, oh, there's no kids. No one has any kids to hunt Easter eggs. Yeah. Like, We're all dying I don't know off. if it's a generational thing or it people is. quit having kids. Yeah, like, it is. Things change. Because in the 80s, we used to go outside and play rocks and rackets a lot, me and my friend. We used to have pomegranate wars. I had lemon wars. Yeah, yeah. It was a real lemon party. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just more community, I think. You know what I mean? There was a more sense of community because I think people weren't so lost in technology. Like now you're in a social network where right. you have friends on the internet or lost in your phone or you're going to go home and just yeah. binge Netflix before you're going to go hang out with your friends. So did, like, Fuck did that. you guys have an equivalent of rocks and rackets in Bakersfield? I mean, is this like stickball? Like you're just hitting rocks with tennis rackets yeah, or what? Uh, you went outside with uh, tennis rackets or badminton rackets and you found 
um, rocks, rocks that could only be um, half the size of your fist. And you Jesus. Would just throw rocks at each other and beat the shit out of each other with uh, tennis rackets. No, no. I did, I did uh, bust a kid's head really fucking bad with a two by four, and I felt bad about it for years. Um, this kid, we were playing like hide and seek, and he hid behind this fucking the rocks and rackets rules. I, I threw like a one foot piece of two by four, like kind of just like fucking Kobe over the fucking car because mm-hmm. I knew he was behind it, and I threw it over, and then I started like, ooh, he's fucking screaming. <laughs> he stands up and just blood. Like I perfectly fucking <laughs> lobbed a two by four, like I was shooting a basket and landed right on this kid's yeah. head. And the happens. official rules were you could wear anything you wanted. <clears throat> for rocks and rackets. So you guys dressed up in like fucking phone book football shoulder pads. No, because you were kind of a bitch. It was like tango and cash. Were, like you could have gone out there in like full football gear and a helmet and like been smart. Um, but you'd maybe put on like a heavy jacket, you know? No. Take some we, of the sting off. We uh yeah, we never did we did we would throw lemons because I guess it just depended on what you had. You had rackets yeah. and rocks. We had a, a lemon tree yeah. with a shit ton of rotten lemons. Yeah, we had we pomegranates. Just, yeah, there you go. Pomegranates. Pomegranates. pomegranates and you had to wear a white Ooh, shirt. Pomegranates would uh, fuck you up. That'll stain your skin like yeah. a tattoo. Yeah. 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 You had to have a white shirt so you know if you got hit. Throw some tennis rackets in there and you're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. That got dangerous. We did play like football in the street with no shoes on in 110 degree weather. Jesus Christ. You know. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was a different time. That was the 80s. <laughs> so um but yeah so the open like all the thing the shots that he's showing that were supposed to be like this is why we all fell for it like i was like ooh, that's awful but um i, I think it has to do with characters of specific people too like people no, with for sure and a and lot like of a, Oh, go ahead. And the stage, the stage in their life too. It was a lot of young people that were like, "Oh, it's the transition from like I'm about to go to college. I'm about to start doing what I'm doing in life." And they're looking for some purpose and leadership. And maybe they have the personality where they're codependent and they they need someone else. You know, I think that it was a very specific. Like lots of people probably passed by that cult, but the net only caught the right ones. Right. You know and I, I mean? would say this. I mean the the um like 1985 you're talking like like that's that's like pure generation x mode like the right. young, the young like you know someone in their late teens early 20s would have been like a generation xer in 1985 and generation x was notorious for having like more so than other generations having radically different beliefs than their parents and their family and their siblings trying to be punk rock anti establishment yeah. kind of thing well just not like it's a generation that statistically didn't fit in with their own families. So they were generations that sought out alternate families to become their surrogate family. And I think that's exactly what these guys did at Budafield was they suddenly were like, I can't relate to my dad or my mom or my oldest. Like I can't relate to anyone in my family, but I can relate to these people. And I will also say this, like, you look at most footage uh, or photos of most cults and it's like, Oh, and the cult leader was sleeping with these five women. And you're like, Eesh. <laughs> like but it's like every picture, like every person in this cult, it's like, wow, a lot of those people are really fucking good looking people. Yeah. Not all of them, but yeah, that was kind of a thing. Like they <laughs> not were, all of them. Not there, all was of a couple them. <laughs> there was a whole lot of really good looking people in there. Was, it, trolls it, in it, there. That was part of the thing. It was beautiful people and fit people, people that did yoga, ballet. It was um, in LA, out. wasn't it? What's that? Wasn't it in LA when they started? Uh, you know what? I don't know where they started actually. I want to say they started in Southern California, which which would explain part of the 
everybody being attractive, the LA vibe, you know? Hmm. Um, but so the leader of the cult, his real name is Jaime Gomez. And at first I thought he was faking some kind of a weird pseudo Indian accent to sound authentic, but I think it's probably like a, a Central American or a South. It started, American, like it started in Hollywood. It started in um, Hollywood. Some shit happened in Hawaii, and uh, they went to Texas. Yeah, I knew. I saw the at the very end. You see the Texas collapsed right. home or whatever. But so th- this guy has an accent. But at first, I thought it was an affect. Um, but it's. I think it's legit. I think it's a uh, some. He's a strange of, guy. It man. might be Mexican. It didn't sound Mexican, but it sounded like south of the border accent. He's just like so androgynous, though. He looks like an old lesbian woman on a fucking bodybuilder. Like it's so weird. That covered in Scotch tape. Like. Yeah, his face is yeah, like Pee Wee Herman Scotch tape face. Like what the <laughs> fuck is happening? But his body, that motherfucker could have been a bodybuilder. Oh, like there's yeah, some pictures cool. where like holy shit, that dude's fucking yo. Well, so they talk about the fact that he was a a dancer. He was a he was a ballet dancer in uh, at the Oakland, one of the a ballet in Oakland. Oak, but just the a Oakland genetic ballet. freak, though, because you don't see him fucking lifting weights ever. No. I don't know but, what kind of fucking tutu he's they, donning, they steroid danced, one. They said he danced all the time, and if you're doing that kind of hardcore dancing, it's I, like serious fucking exercise. But buff cabs, maybe, but this is like... Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, he's he had to be resistance training yeah, to get yeah. his fucking chest like that. Yeah, I do was like fucking, fucking buff. Superhero. Yeah. Like even when he's older, like even 20 yeah, see, years it starts later, to fade a little bit where he gets that Schwarzenegger fucking paparazzi on the bit. beach picture, a little saggy in some spots, but still, man. And there's a certain yeah. part where you're like, when's the skin cancer going to happen? Yeah, he's tan as fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because, <laughs> again, as a cult leader, his official cult leader outfit was uh, shorts and sunglasses. And when he wasn't wearing sunglasses, he had eyeliner. That was yeah. it. Shorts and glasses and eyeliner. Very fake strange, eyelashes sometimes. Very strange. Too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he was a failed actor. I, I, I might have skipped over this part in the documentary, but some of the stuff said that he was in a couple of gay porns. You didn't skip over that shit. I know you saw it. I did not see it. <laughs> you saw a flash of it. I, it saw comes- a, I saw a flash of a video, but it was like part of a montage. That's why I texted you and said, is there like a whole scene about this? Or is it just <laughs> that's it? You stuff? saw it. It was maybe like five seconds. Like they're like, and then we find out he did gay porn. And then it, with no fucking warning, man, they fucking throw like some dude bent over like American me status, just fucking him slamming some dude from behind. And then it just fucking one second later splits to him planking across some guy's face, just face fucking some guy from the top. I mean, they sort of <laughs> blank it out, but man, yeah. it, there's the blanking. It's just in the shape of his dick. Yeah. Like it's not hiding shit. I was like, God damn it. I can't unsee that. I saw the, I saw the plank at the end of like a 10 second jump or what? I was like it a was gay, gay yoga porn. Forward. And I was like, what the fuck was that? It was quick. I mean, the documentary did such a good job of slowly escalating everything yeah, really to the does. fucking final eruption of gay porn in your fucking face, dude. So, so if we go to the age old question, right? Is what? If, uh, what's gayer, pitching or catching? Oh, uh, catching for sure. You sure? Yeah. If I butt fuck you, you're the gay one. I don't know. I dominated you, bro. So you don't even know. That's what I do know. I'm just asking. I'm I'm being assertive about this. I do know. So if you, so if you're fucking, yeah, but that means you you want it. No, I, you know I want I mean? that more than I want to You're cash. dominating somebody. Yeah, I'm going to do what I normally do. I'm just oh, doing it to you're you. You're a fucking dude? I'm just going to do it to you. 
<laughs> You're going to take it. You didn't have to do that before. That's the submissive. Well, that's the age-old question because it, yeah. it's 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 debatable. I don't know if that is you know or not. I mean? Yeah, because no. I, I would think Ask that a Spartan. If, I think that to get it hard, you'd have to want it. You know what I mean? I want to not want the other thing bad enough. I'll, I'll, I'll take pencils to the side of that shit to get it in you. <laughs> if it means I don't got to take it. <laughs> you might like it. Yeah. Yeah, you might like it. Once it's in there, I close my eyes. I drift off. I'll see penguins. Once in it's in your cave. ass, you close your once eyes? Once it's in you, yeah. Oh, once it's in me. Yeah. Oh, me specifically? <laughs> oh, yeah. If I had yeah. to pick somebody. If you were Bradley Cooper and he's off the list, right? <laughs> I can't get Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. I could get Apparently you. Jason Roscombe can. <laughs> Fuck, man. Sure. That was the best moment. So they considered this guy to be like a, like a modern day American guru. They claimed that he was super wise and that he was super charismatic. And um, he like, he sang, he spoke five languages uh, he was in fucking in immaculate shape. So he was just like super charismatic and everyone wanted to do, everyone wanted to be around him and do what he wanted to do. But what they start to say later on is that he was a master of hypnosis. Yeah. He was a hypnotherapist by trade or something because seeing the, the stuff on film, I never once thought, wow, that's a charismatic guy. No, I wouldn't have fallen for any of that Never. shit. It was just but weird if, singing, awkward, weird. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. But as they were talking about, they, they said that he would treat every single person in the Buddha field group completely differently because he knew exactly what you needed to hear and how you needed to be manipulated or motivated or shut down. And it wasn't the same with any two people. So I think the charisma that they talk about was case by case charisma for every individual that was different. Because like I said, just watching him on camera, he's just this big goofy tape face, smiling, fucking kumbaya singing, soaking in some water. Like I want nothing to do with it. But everybody was like, no, you don't understand what would happen when you talk to him. He would have, he would have painted, he would have painted miniatures with you, David. He would have let you fuck him. Yeah. That's what. At first. Oh, that's how he'd have got me. Yeah. For sure. He'd let you fuck him. Like, oh, I get to fuck you. Like, we have to fuck, but you get to fuck me. Like, okay, I'm just going to do what I normally do. I have to say. Yeah. So I might have done it. One of the articles (laughs) that I read said that later in life, he was always seen um, walking around with like a big walking stick and wearing a surgical mask. Oh, but I must never have saw COVID back in then the, in the movie. No, they never showed that. No. Um, and the, there was an article from Esquire, which is actually a good article. And they just, they said that he was quote, a ballet, a ballet dancer with a Ken doll's body, a penchant for wearing speedos and mascara and whose claim to fame was being an extra in Rosemary's baby. He's miles away from the likes mm-hmm. of Jim Jones and Charles Manson. Mm. I wonder if the, you know, it would be a good show. I couldn't do it though. Cause it'd be a script. There's just no way to do it is to have someone join a cult, but like they're monitoring that they know it's a cult and they want to go hang out with the cult and see if they get persuaded. You know what I mean? And like at any given time, like they could be like, okay, whoa, too much, pull them out and save them. But like insert someone like 30 days in a cult and see how they feel about like it. The, the CIA and FBI does that. I've joined cults. I think so. Oh, yeah. I wonder if someone falls and they have, into it. They, well, they do because I think we've talked about it. Haven't we? Or maybe it was a show. I yeah, watched. They've sent people in. The- yeah. Because they've sent people in and then they have to like detox them when they come out to like get their brain. <laughs> back right and shit i think that the same oh way no that, it was a show i watched 
You know how you can have like a prodigal musician or something. I think that people are like a prodigy of fucking persuasion. You know what I mean? Like oh, a communication. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, and they know how to play a personality. Absolutely. Like they can play the person. That's so fucking interesting that someone can do that. Push your buttons. Like I would almost like to see, like, it's like uh, the guy that makes you think you see money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Brown, right. the magician or whatever and, he is. Yeah. Like mentalist. Again, I have no evidence of this, but it feels like based on the kumbaya let's soak in a river take our shirts off shit from like the early like in the 1985 where allegedly no one was having sex with each other even him it was just truly like these loving whatever experiences i i got the feeling that he he that's what he was doing like he wasn't having sex with people he was like i feel like he was he wanted to build that Loving. Unless it was the long Maybe. game, you know, it could have been the long, long con. I feel like somewhere in the middle there was a turn, which is normally the case with cult leaders. It's like they they're kind of doing their thing, and then somewhere they fucking fall for it and and get swept up in their. Well, own. you know what I thought about too is like he probably started to believe his own juju because it was working. You know what right. I mean? Like if you all of a sudden have a hundred people worshiping you and telling you that they love you mm-hmm. every fucking day and massaging you and bringing you fucking John Delorean fruit, we just talked fruit about. baskets right. yeah. and fucking you know, doing everything that you say and then you touch them on the forehead in the forest and they convulse and faint like a televangelist fucking show, you might start to think you have some kind of power because guess what? You do have some kind of fucking power. You just got a hundred people to bring you fucking fruit salad in the morning and give you foot massages and you can knock them out with the touch of your hand in the fucking woods by transferring some invisible energy and then all of a sudden you're like, well, damn, I'm going to butt fuck them. (laughs) I I mean, it's the logical next step <laughs> like you do <laughs> is it so he goes by the name <laughs> if, if i uh, touch you on the forehead and you pass out you better be ready for a sore butt when right. you wake up you know he goes by the name michelle or andres or he changed his name to andres when he left when they left to texas oh, okay. that happens yeah he was michelle even though his name is jaime gomez he goes by michelle yes. when he builds the group andres when they go to texas most people call him the teacher or the master or ragey he becomes ragey uh, later in Hawaii when he finally takes off from the Texas thing. Uh, and everyone, when everyone bails on him, he changes personas and regroups. We should and do makes, that. Every makes time you move, you should fucking just get a new name. <laughs> what I go with? I think that's fucking dope. Like if I ever like move to a new state, I got to come up with a new name. It feels kind of lame picking your own name. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. Well, yeah, yeah, you're like, it's hard. Gotta, I don't even you, like my name. My brother tried to change his name one time. We were not on board. He tried to change his name to Logan, and we just gave him the worst yeah. fucking shit. Mm-hmm. We're like, bro, you can't change your name. That's not going to work. It didn't happen. No one, like it, an ex uh, faded away. Man? No, it wasn't that. I don't know what it was. We just talked Logan. so much shit to him, yeah. and he did not get to change his name. Like, if I knew someone who was like, I'm going to change my name to Logan, I'd be like, nope. But if I knew someone that was like, I'm going to change my name to Logan because I love Wolverine, I'd have been like, all right, I got you. Okay. So my buddy changed his name, but he had a crazy-ass fucking name. That'd be the thing. If you had a weird-ass fucking name, like his name was Drifter Angel Hernandez. What? Yeah. And we found out later <laughs> that that was his name because his our whole life, his name was Dave Davis. Right. Yeah. Who, who picked Dave Davis? Yeah. What's yeah. Drift? What is it? It was, it was Drifter Angel. Angel. It was either Angel Drifter. I think it was Angel Drifter Hernandez. That's yeah, the greatest sense. name ever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You guys might actually. He, he didn't time. look it though, dude. He didn't look it. He, like, he, he, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, it's hard. It's hard because you don't think, like, oh, that's not a bad name. And you're like, well, like, would you pick Dwayne or fucking, right. you know, like, but what are like, you gonna name yourself? Like, uh, call me Lance. Lance. Call me Lance. We both yeah. went with the L's. My name's Lenny. Yeah. Like I haven't. Yeah. Th- what would you pick, Mike? 
I haven't talked to him in for he didn't want to change his name, but there I knew a guy uh, whose real name was Thor Wolfgang von Schlomsky. Oh, von Schlomsky. I would just change the last name. Does he live in town? Yeah, yeah. And that's my that's my friend's husband. Oh, really? Thor? Yeah. yeah. My, my friend my friend Jamie married him. He was huh. a uh like an amateur professional wrestler trying to break into WWF. And she knows Angel Drifter Hernandez. We went to school I together. Asked. I swear to God. I swear but, to God. Like we were all uh hanging out like at my friend's house where we all used to play D D and he would show up over there uh, quite often. And he was like trying to come up with names. He was like, I need like I need like a ring persona and I need names for moves. And we were like, You you don't know <laughs> your what name you is mean? Thor. Your name is Thor Wolfgang von Schlomsky. You don't need a fucking von Schlomsky. <laughs> like I got I got him. I'm gonna like, message my friend right now. And they were like, What kind of like what am I supposed to do for a finishing move? We were like, fucking Thorgasm? Like what Thorgasm. else, what else oh. do you need? Yeah. You're done. You're solid. That is beautiful. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that's what a it. small world. Yeah. He wanted a new wrestling name and we were like, nope, you got it. Like that's yeah. it. There it is. I found, found her right there. Cause oh. her last name is Von Schlomsky. Now he's a cool guy. Yeah. Everybody go friend him on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> okay. Look up for what's his name. Thor or Wolfgang Von Schlomsky. Wolfgang. Yeah. I don't even know if you can find him. Thor. He's famous after his career. <laughs> Pull the real, real Tupac thing happening here. Wolfgang. Van Schlomsky? I don't know if that's doxing or something. I'm not going to spell it for and you. I, I might have I might have said this on the show before, but when my brother worked for a production company, there was an actor who they were working with, and apparently he was a great actor, um, really good looking. He never he never like got his break or whatever, and he was trying to talk to the producer. My brother was with the producer in the office. And they were the producer and my brother were trying to convince him that he needed a a better name to register with the Actors Guild because he was never going to get work because of his name because he was I think he was he was from Austria and he couldn't understand why they wanted to change his Austrian heritage name and his name was Hans Jorge Assman. <laughs> Is that real? Yes. No, Hans Jorge Osman, <laughs> and he was like, he was like upset that they wanted to like destroy his culture. <laughs> they were like, wow. you could pick the most Austrian fucking name you want to. That isn't Hans Jorge Assman, and that's I think funny. you'll be okay in Hollywood. But Holy that's fuck, that's yeah. funny. Um, but anyway, so the the Buddha Field Group, they kind of believed in like some kind like various east like a a potpourri of eastern thoughts philosophies and religions like like a a dash of like the you know you need to lose all your possessions to find worthiness and i think some of that was the cult detachment too though like don't have books don't have radio don't have tv so the lack of entertainment makes anything interesting you're like fuck let me focus on something really hard but again i can't wonder was that intentional or was that honestly like because there are religions that say to do that. Like, did yeah, but I feel, I feel like it, for him, I feel like it was intentional because right. it gives all focus on him. You know what I mean? Like you can't read, there's no way to escape to read or to, to have a distraction from what he wants you to focus on. Right. And if he's something shiny, you're going to focus on him. The same thing with celibacy. Like you can't have sex. Yep, you couldn't you have, have a, mi- a mind so gasm. But here's so the then you're though. super horny. So oh, when he lays yeah. down the gay sex, you're, you're game. It's prison. It's like a Coke deal when you're, when you're broke. Everybody, permanently half naked and wet and touching each other 
and they're not allowed to have sex. And most of them are pretty attractive. Like that's got to be some pent up shit that he's building into your system that he can exploit later. Drugs and alcohol are prevented are are uh, are prevented. They forbidden were, is the word you're looking forbidden. for. Forbidden. Or not, not permitted. <laughs> not permitted. It's like, whoa, 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 you almost did it there. They Glad were, I prevented that. I caught you. I prevented they, it. They were supposed mm. to change their names while they were still in the Buddha field group. Um, and yeah, they got weird, new, weird new names. I'm like, why? That was already a weird name. Yeah, that was. And Von Schnitzelberg Van Asman. <laughs> that would be a start. Yeah. Um, and they would name. apparently do they would practice ballet several days a week and they would put on ballets. And that was one of the few things that um, the filmer wasn't ever allowed to film. Yeah. I didn't see the ballet film. I know they did the theatrical, like uh, like plays like full on fucking productions, like yeah, top they, fucking notch, but the ballet they did, I know in his front room, I know a, a couple of people got tapped to be like the personal assistant because mm-hmm. um, they did something called service, which was basically chores. Right. It was like free, free labor. Hmm. And he chose a couple of people like guys, like attractive guys he to, was be, gay. to like live in that. Yeah. Right away you start getting weird vibes, but they don't yeah. let it up in the documentary. They just keep fucking feeding it to you. Like, Oh, he took the pretty man and put him in the room next to him. And he comes over, gives him massages and feeds him fucking fruit. 24 hours a day. <laughs> You're on call yeah. 24 hours a day to give him a massage. And they do ballet together and yeah. you're like hmm and they're both like built like fucking roman god yeah. statues yeah. And you're like i'm pretty sure they're fucking they let it up they were fucking. so one of the things that they show in the film is that they have what they call the shakti retreat and shakti is i don't know if this is a term from another religion that they absorbed or if this is something that they came up with but the idea is that a guru or a, a healer or a holy man or whatever will transfer their energy from the master to the to the disciple right so that's the idea of what this shakti retreat is and there's footage of it and it's it's no bullshit like i don't know what hypnosis what fucking state they're in if their drinks are laced with fucking lsd but they are he they're all one person will lay down and there will be like 10 people touching their body and just slowly caressing them. And then he'll walk up and stick his thumb in their third eye and they start to fucking have this religious like Southern Baptist convulsion speaking in tongues. Crazy. I can, I, I can make you do that, but I put it in your brown eye. Yeah, that's right. So no, I think what happens is he strips them of personal belongings. Like he, they're completely raw and open to suggestion because they've given themselves so much. Like they go through those weird ass $50 fucking sessions where he does hypnotherapy and he, they reveal all of their fucking sins and secrets mm-hmm. and they devout. They're like, they love him Publicly, and nothing yeah. else. Publicly. They can't, can't have sex. Like they're all pent up because they haven't had a fucking orgasm. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden he's fucking, and they think they believe so fucking hard that he is like God almost that he touches their fucking forehead and just the power of suggestion. They'd fucking, they, they see lights for days. For days. They said they had feelings of bliss for yeah periods of days. And now, even knowing that it was a cult and it was all bullshit, when you in the interview You still have those feelings. They, they, no, mean, they the talk about remembering the experience and how real it was to the point that yeah. I almost thought he was giving them LSD in water or something, like putting and LSD in the, the water. One of the interviews that I read, and I think another person says this in the film as well, 
is that like late in the game when they were like, this guy's crazy. This is bullshit. I need to fucking leave. But they were like, but he's the only one who can get me to that place. And I'm not willing to give that up. Like, I know this is weird shit that I'm in the middle of, but he gets me to see God and have a two day euphoric bliss drug trip without this, doing drugs. And I'm not willing to give that up, even though this is getting incredibly weird. It's probably doing drugs. That's what the one lady said that um, at, at the end, it felt like uh, that she had like lost a love, but she knew she said, who's going to make me dance. Uh, who's going to make me dance in the forest at night. Like, cause he did crazy shit like that. Like who is going to get you to dance in the middle of the fucking forest at night and see fucking lights and have that kind of community and have that kind of love. Cause people had such an experience of loss. They said it felt like a bomb went off and killed their entire family. Like everyone was at a family reunion and bomb went off because once they got separated, those people are never going to, going to get right. back together she, you're yeah, never she, going to have that community again that woman said where can i find that awe who's going to make me dance in the forest yeah but the thing is though at the end i'm sitting here and i'm like okay so the, a they're crying because they can't get to the god place without him touching their forehead but b they're mostly crying because the buddha field family people that they lived with for 20 years and loved like a family Got are separated. now separated yeah. But how separated are they? This fucking filmmaker's going house to house and interviewing all of them. They've all got <laughs> each other's fucking phone numbers. Like, if it's so bad that you're all sitting here weeping about it, just fucking move back in together. Maybe maybe it's something that where they were told if it got broken up, you know, if if, if, if the family ever got well, broken also up. They want to fall back into a cult. You know what I mean? They're like, uh, yeah. bad things happen. People got butt raped. Yeah. Like, let's not do that again. But well, I do quit, miss you. Well, then quit crying about it. Yeah. I, I mean, know. you chose to do it. It's the same. I might shit. be like a heroin high. You know what I mean? Like you'll yeah. never reach that heroin high yeah, again, maybe. but you're not going to go back and just do heroin because it's bad for you. Yeah, it's ultimately you, I mean, not good for I mean, you, but the, you get the elation from like, even, get that even like missing the drugs, like say, say there were no drugs, but the way that they went about, you know, the feeling, it's just like how people get, you know, uh, the feeling about, you know, when you're going to have sex or something, you know, right. the foreplay, the, the, the waiting, you know what I mean? The, the, you know, it's all built up. And and this can be the same the thing, like, costume, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, you know, like your brain is powerful. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got the shot back yeah. in one hand, the people kitchen go, gloves on. People go to church; they're not on drugs, but yet they fall out in the Lord. Yeah, or, you know what I mean? You get high, and, yeah. yeah, you get high on the Holy Spirit, like yep. things like that. So, like, your mind is very powerful, yeah, yeah. and and you just need that. You know, whatever they were having, you know that that little. And again, a good. Know, I mean, a good pastor. You who's going to shave yeah. your back in, right? who's going to shave your back in one of those congregations Nobody. where people are feeling the Holy spirit and convulsing in the aisles and whatever the pastor yeah. knows how to get them there. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And, yeah. and that that's, and this guy has that same skill. I mean, he's yeah. got the same, the same. Ability. It's, a, it's just a, it's a drug you can't buy. Like you right. can't get that. You'd have to like join a cult and find some fucking, and no one could do it again. You can never get that feeling back. It's not going to happen again. And I think my favorite part of the documentary is, talks about like in these early stages, the idea of, of the service where everybody has to be a servant and they each get one particular task is the fucking guy who had to make the fruit salads. So oh, that was sad. Guy, that was, this you got to see the pictures yeah, to appreciate yeah, yeah. it. This guy, his job is just, you have to make fruit salad for the boss, right? So that's his fucking job, but he starts to elevate it and he starts to make his fruit salad art and he starts to make like the last supper 
out of fruit. Legit made the last like, supper out of a fruit like salad. It was impressive. <laughs> no, they get be- like some of them. I'm like, wow, that's really fucking it. impressive that you did that out of fruit. And like, he's about to start crying because he's like, and I just kept making these fruit salads and he never ate them. And well, no, what he said was he walked in and he saw one of his best friend in the cult was the personal servant to him. And so what had happened was he wanted to be more involved. He wanted to be closer to him. He didn't know. He went to him and said, what can I do for you? Give me something more. What can I do for you? He said, you can make me a fruit salad every morning. So he did that. And like you said, it accelerated into these works of art and these crazy murals and fucking mosaics of fruit salad. And one day he carried it and handed it to his friend who was the one that was allowed to give the fruit salad to the guy. And the guy took a fucking knife and scraped it into the blender and fucking blended it into a smoothie and he was like oh my fucking god that's what you've been doing the guy never sees the art every time he hands the fucking artwork his friend would put it into a blender and make a smoothie out of it and give it to michelle that's fucking great yeah and so but he said he kept doing it though because it was all he had it was like an act of fucking like if worship if that's not life in miniature i don't know what is yeah like you keep making art out of your fruit salad and handing it to the person above you and all they do is throw it in a blender and give it up to the person above there them. you go look at that brown <laughs> it's the last supper fruit salad holy fucking <laughs> shit yeah if you're that guy's a fucking like that guy's an artist i typed and uh, the one the he camera. did that one with a face with like the eyelashes he made like a i think it was a face it was like a portrait of the main guy of of yeah i just typed salad. holy hell fruit salad yeah. is what i typed <laughs> it's fucking be careful typing in fruit salad who knows what you're yeah doing. yeah be careful you end up with a sex scene from holy holy hell the one that comes up mostly though is that uh is the last supper because yeah. it really is the most impressive that's pretty impressive yeah it like, is I it mean, is so it's um, like a mosaic type yeah you know yeah. art but i mean that's fucking that's talent right there um so he i mean he obviously after the cult could have got a fucking job for one of those edible arrangement places yeah. <laughs> like he's got the fucking skills. Um, the other big thing that they did was a, was an event called the knowing, um, which comes to play twice in the tale of the cult. So the knowing is they go on a several day long ceremony in the woods and the culmination of which a hand selected group of them are going to be allowed. They're going to be taken to Michelle and he's going to show them He's going to let them see it, like feel God purely to see him, to hear him, to taste him, to feel him, to know everything about God and to know it. And they have to go through this multiple day ceremony and he would pick people that he thought were ready and bring them up and ask them what they wanted to do here and do all this shit. And the camera, like you get a shot of him on this bizarre fucking throne with a weird flag behind him out in the woods that guy and, had to carry that throne on a backpack no matter where they went, like to the park, to anywhere they went. He carried that giant ass chair with, it had backpack straps on the back of it. Wow. And he carried it for him. So the guy doesn't film, at least it's not in the documentary, he doesn't film the moment where these people allegedly see God, but he films them as they come walking back down the hill from the moment that they've seen God or been told they can't see God. And it's and it's no, grown ass men are losing their fucking shit. Balling, like, gr- dude, like they're like their like their children were murdered exactly. in front of them ten seconds ago. And it's like, and you don't even know. It's either because they just saw God or because they were just told they couldn't see God. You have no idea what what inspired that reaction. 
but they and the one of the women that comes walking down she's just she's so fucking out of her mind in awe just staring at the universe silently and people are having to like hold her up and it's like whatever he did to him it took days to get him to that state and then, I feel like he must have given them drugs. That, like he must or, have given them LSD. that, or that LSD. motherfucker had something. You know what I mean? Like fucking the way the way he worked their mind. Right, you know I don't. I mean? like, I because my first thought was was drugs, but then my second thought is again that fucking mentalist. I always forget his name. The British mentalist, something like, Chris mm-hmm. Brown or something Brown, something Brown, something Brown. They call, yeah. him, Br- they call him Brit Mint. Yeah. yeah, but like you know, they've got the whole Netflix documentary where in the course of of one afternoon he gets a guy to commit murder. You know, and it's like people can do it. Like there's people out there who can get you to that state. And it wasn't simple. It it took several days and he would hand pick the ones that were going to come to receive the message. So he knew which ones he could get to this Uber state and which ones he couldn't. And he didn't let, because they were all there and only a handful of them were even brought up to him. And then only a handful of them could see God. And in the documentary, they still talk about the fact that they, for days they could see electrons moving through the air and they fully experienced God in ways that no one could ever comprehend. And he only did the knowing once with the group. And think about this. Think about when you go to the fair and that fucking hypnotist does his thing. And then he figures out, Oh, some people in the audience fell asleep. And they're like, those people were susceptible. So that's what this guy's doing is weeding them out. But think if you were in an unrestricted environment where you didn't just snap them out of it, how long and how lasting and how, you know, how much control right. does that hypnotist really have right. if it wasn't a one hour show? You know what I mean? Like what's that? What's up with that hypnotist's wife? Is he just, yeah. she's just making sandwiches and giving them blowjobs yeah. all fucking day? The house is clean as fuck. She's got no idea and just thinks she loves to give blowjobs and make <laughs> sandwiches. You know what I mean? The hypnotist is fucking all that dude's right. powerful as fuck. Every once in a while she clucks like a chicken yeah just just for fun yeah Yeah. um so at some point around the the waco siege um michelle aka the teacher eventually tells will allen so will allen isn't just the guy who's filming this he becomes one of the closest people to the teacher He's there 24 hours a day. He's always on call. He's one of his confidants. So he's really, really close to this guy, closer than most in the group. But apparently after the Waco siege, he started to con- to confess to Will Allen that he was nervous about what people would think about the group from the outside. And Will Allen said that that was the moment, one of the interviews, he said that was the moment where he really started to change his behavior and lock the group down more and get more paranoid. So right after Waco, he started to like refuse to let them communicate with people outside the group and work to cut them off from their own families. He has them send postcards from like European postcards and postcards from Mexico and like gifts that are like culturally from that area so that it looks like they're actually not where they're at. Right. So all those different families think that their children are all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he starts to get them to report on each other's digressions. So if one of them didn't do this thing, they were all supposed to do, you're supposed to fucking tattle on them and go tell the teacher. Um, One of them's father was dying and he wouldn't even like let her go to see her dying father. 
That um, story was tough, man. She talked about buying plane tickets and canceling them over and yeah. over. And then she broke down in tears because she didn't fucking go to her dad when he right, died. Right. She didn't go see him, talk to him and didn't go to his funeral. That's horrible. Yeah. And then there's a, a woman who got pregnant um, from having sex with someone in the group. And he basically said, that's fine. That's a no, no. Right. That's a no, no. He said, that's fine that you're pregnant. Um, but if you want to stay at Budafield, you have to get an abortion. There are no children at Budafield. Mm. So, she so she was, did so she did i mean it was her decision ish if this hypnosis fucking shit fucking stripped her of her will maybe it wasn't her decision but she did it and then she um uh but then it, i didn't quite follow this it, she made it sound like she then did it again on purpose she said she had aligned the relationship and the pregnancy because she thought it was going to be okay because it was with someone in the group. So I think the, I think the first time she was told that it was with someone from outside the group. And then the second time she did it with a prominent member of the group. And he still said, same as always, you have to get an abortion. So she got another abortion. What a whore. <laughs> she should have known better. Yeah. I mean, come on. I think that's how it went down. It sounded like there were two. Is that what it sounds like to you? I, I only feel like there was one maybe, but yeah, I see what you're saying or where you're getting that impression because the way she talked about it after she said she got the abortion and then she talked about the alignment. So I, I'm not, I'm not no, clear. It might've just be been one. I don't know. She uh, definitely had she one wasn't abortion. Either. Yeah. She wasn't yeah. clear on it either. Clear so blue. She, so this is where he starts to, to do uh weird shit and so so some of the stuff is like again he never even gets to the go sell all your houses and give it to me state but he does make them pay for regular therapy if you want which is crazy dude yeah. that was the part where he butt fucks you and then asks you for 50 dollars at the end of the session yeah so he you have to pay for therapy and every <laughs> everyone has to pay for therapy um all the time or they can't stay in the group so that's 50 bucks an hour 50 bucks a session which yeah. probably is oh, an hour um, so yeah, so the, the, the sex thing is weird. So that he only has sex with the guys and they say that he would, a, they would have confessions and hypnotherapy sessions and therapy sessions as well. So this guy's not only a master manipulator and a hypnotist, he's, and a getting, masturbator. You, he's getting you to reveal your deepest shit so he can manipulate you even more. Right. But you get all these people. So, so one of the guys who uh, said he wasn't even gay um, was told to, that they were going swimming and he had to take all of his clothes off to, to experience spiritual freedom. And he would do that with several of them, men and women. Um, you can't be spiritually free if you're bound to clothing. So he would start to get them used to being naked and get them, get them used to the fact that he's looking at them being naked and no longer be self-conscious about it. So that's sort of, he, he basically, one. his quote was, if you can't stand naked in front of your master, how can you stand naked in front of your God? Right. And so hmm. he's like, if you can stand naked, if you, if you can do it in front of me, then that makes sense. Yeah. So makes that's sense. fair. That's I'm totally going to tell fair. my wife that tonight. Yeah. So he would like one of the guy, several of the guys in the interview were saying they looked to this day, they looked perplexed by what was happening because they said he would be coming on to him and want to have sex. And they would flat out say, I'm not gay. No. I don't want to have sex with you. And he said, and he would say, what's really wrong? What, what are you really fighting? He said that they, he would have sex with them. They would hate it because they didn't like anything about the experience. And then they would have to pay $50 to get therapy. 
And then he said, they said by the end of the therapy, they would literally be bowing down on their knees to thank him for what he did to them today. So they go from, I'm not gay. I don't want to have sex with you to having sex and not enjoying it physically or mentally, and then giving him 50 bucks and then thanking him for it. Genuinely. You guys got it down, man. Fuck. Yeah. I, I really think the, I think, he, I think he could have just been think, happily married in a gay relationship and just tore it up. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying like, I think the, like we were questioning like, like the $50, like, you know, them paying him. I think that solidifies it. Like they literally fucking did all this shit that they didn't want to do. Thanked him and paid him for yeah. it. So you can't like, get in trouble. It made it even, it made it even more solidified yeah. what was happening. Like, and some of them were, and even one of the guys was gay. The fruit salad guy, I think was gay and he wasn't having, I mean, his name fucking, was fruit salad. I mean, but, yeah. yeah, but he was, and like, he didn't have sex with him though. Well, no, he did have sex with him, but he was like, I didn't want to. He well, said yeah, that just one that he he's had, gay is not a whore. He, said, he, put him, Christ. he was on his knees in front of him sitting in his fucking throne. And he's like, just do, just do what comes natural. Just, just do whatever you feel like doing right now. And he was like, I wanted to get the fuck out of there. Right. And the, but you could tell he didn't say it in so many words, but the next thing he did was give that guy a blowjob. Right. Like you could tell that's what happened. He was like, I was in front of him. He was naked in the throne and he just kept telling me, just do what, what comes natural. Do, do what you're comfortable with. And with every fucking Every emotion <laughs> he wanted to get the fuck out of there, and then he gave him a bullshit job. Huh. Like what in the? That's a master mentalist, puppet, shit. dude. And he would tell, and he would tell him like, in order for me to attain the wisdom and the spiritual place that I'm in right now, I had to have sex with my master. Like it's right. part of your spiritual evolution. You could tell he had some fucked up shit happen to him in the past, and he's oh, passing yeah. this fucking along. Yeah. Then he learned how to hypnotize people. Yeah, and well, it might have happened to him, monster, dude. Yeah. It might have happened to him, and he he just That's what I'm it in. Yeah. Yeah, and then he used his fucking thing. his super hypnosis. We want to talk to his master. Right. Yes. That's what I want to talk to. So the other things that that he did, I feel like it's group. it's Bill from Kill Bill. I'm pretty sure. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe, or um, Bill Bellamy. Could have been Bill Bellamy. Um, I don't know who that is. You guys always use that name. I don't know who that is. You know who Bill Bellamy is? I probably would recognize him if I saw a picture. Different tier. Yeah. yeah. Um, he they they weren't allowed to buy televisions. Um, they uh, if they if anyone tried to leave the group, they would be shunned by the entire group, which was horrible to them because this is their family. They've been living with these people for 15, 20 years. Um, but they couldn't even leave. Like they couldn't even go grocery shopping alone. They had to go with other members of the group. Um, yeah. One of them, like one of them, he, he, he would tell them that if they left the group, they'd be dead within a year because God told him, he told one of them that you're going to get in a horrible car accident. And if oh, I'm not here to tell you, how to avoid the car accident all the time. Like I had an argument with God who wants to kill you in a car accident. And I'm the only one that can prevent you from getting in a car accident. So if you leave the group, you're going to die within a year. He told another one that if he left within a year, he was going to die of AIDS. And he um, did. No, he's still fine. Uh -huh. um, he uh, told one of the women, um, if you find out about anyone who's planning to leave or does leave, I want you to do everything you can to ruin them. Um, get them ruined by the IRS, destroy them financially, get them fired from their jobs, do whatever you can to ruin their lives. If they leave. Yeah. Shit, shit went south, shit goes south real quick. Right. So all of a sudden, and I didn't, I, I skipped over parts for, for time's sake. So I didn't see if there was a specific moment, but there was a mass defection that occurred 
as everyone within a week, one by one, everyone was starting to leave. And I, was there a specific event that happened? Or someone someone wrote a letter um, exposing him, saying mm-hmm. that all those things had happened. And then he was like, don't read the letter. Um, it's a full of lies, yada, yada. But then everyone read the letter. And some went to his defense, even knowing that the same things had happened to him. But then it just started to be like everyone was talking. No one was talking to each other about the things that were happening. And it, once it was uh, apparent that he was fucking all the guys and that it became super hypocritical, it started to fall apart. Another thing that happened was they did some weird movies and when they were filming, he didn't think about it. Like they're making these movies and they were filming this apocalyptic thing. And it said all of a sudden they realized like, wow, he's a good actor. Like he's acting. And then they're like, wait, is he always acting? Because he was acting in the movie that they were making for the cult. And then they realized like, well, that's just like how he acts all the time. Maybe he's always acting. Right. And shit just started to come unhinged. Um, and then once the allegations of butt sex came out, then everyone started telling, hey, he fucked me too. And then it just fell apart. People just started defecting and leaving. And then you couldn't trust him. And then he turned and changed, like you said, where he started telling people, hey, attack this person. Like get the IRS after him. Like all these weird shit started happening. And I want to say that was in like 2001, I think he lost credibility. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it carried on and on and on through like 2007. That was the part of the documentary. You're like, fuck, they just kept showing the years pass by. They're like seven years, 10 years. So they're still after these people. They're still fucking with them. Oh man. So it was 2007 when the mass defection happened. That sounds correct. Okay. Wow. So a bunch of people leave. He said, one by one, you're watching your family disappear, and you know you can never talk to them again because once they leave the group, they're shunned. And then he ended up filming a message and had them all get together and watch this message that he filmed, which was supposed to put them all at ease and like tell them everything's okay. But the message just doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's all like weird and hostile and spacey. And they were, and they said that before the video was over, about 15 people got up and left the room and just fucking oh, packed wow. their shit and left because the video was that ineffective in stock. Because again, his power he lost is, it. Well, he lost power it. is sitting yeah. in front of you. Like yeah. he can't hypnotize you over video. He can't mass hypnotize yeah. you over video. He's got to talk to you individually. And that wasn't happening. So everybody just started to fucking defect. That's crazy. Um, and, and and like two different people in the film used the same exact description. And they said that when they told him he was leaving, that his entire demeanor changed and his eyes became black. A couple people gave that weird description yeah, because like, eyes went black. Fuck? His eyes and, became black. What do you mean? Like, is this maybe kinda, his, is maybe this his pupils demon? <laughs> maybe his pupils dilated like I don't crazy. No, dude. You know, it is weird how you can communicate so much. Like, like when Brad gives me bedroom eyes, like I know what's up. Like yeah, he wants yeah. to get fucked. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell what's happening yeah. when he gives me bedroom he eyes. To get the handy back. Yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't have to say a thing. It's not about a look on his face. It's mm-hmm. in his eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe your eyes can speak like yeah, that. Like they go they black. Ne- yeah. They never read that to you. His <laughs> last ditch attempt is to have another knowing because he's only done it once where he can get the, the, it's like a knowing bribe. Like right. this is yeah, your yeah, chance. Yeah. You've been yeah. wanting, if you've been wanting the knowing, this is the last chance right. you're getting the knowing. But apparently those of you who work. didn't get in, are going to get in this time. Like yeah. the people who got to the knowing were like, but nothing happened. I felt nothing. I didn't see God. Like it, like the, that's because that, that's that, that's that whole thing. Like when you're, when you're feeling that way, you know, like they, they had him in such a high place that they basically tricked themselves. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, they tricked themselves and that's what it was. Now they have this, they lost that feeling 
you know, they, they lost the confidence. They lost what, whatever was there. It's over. It's done. Clinton you know? in the group just pointed out, pointed out too, like, uh, it, it didn't help his cause when the gay porn fucking came out. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like once yeah. that became public, everyone's like, well, well, fuck, you can watch it. Like, I guess it's still on there. I wrote down like, uh, it's like the most popular gay porn production still hosts it. And his name is Dirk on there. So if you want to fuck a big fucking video, um, his name's Dirk. That's his gay porn name. Hmm. Um, and you can still go watch it. But again, I think one of the things that was interesting, and I don't know that this is any different than it would be with any cult and anyone who leaves any cult, but you get to see these people on video after the fact, and you get to see this psychological trauma, this conflict where they're saying, no, I know that I am not gay and I was being fucked by a guy and I didn't like it and I was miserable and I wanted nothing more than to leave. And I know that I miss everything about it so much. Like they're all getting choked up and crying. I mean, you can see the, the turmoil that they have about this was both the worst thing that ever happened to me and the best thing that ever happened to me simultaneously. And it's forever gone. And that, that, shows to their character. I mean, the they were in a cult because they were vulnerable. I think there was some good to it though. There was like love and community. Yeah, between yeah, I'm not each saying, and that's what that's what drew yeah, that's what drew but, them to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like people have maybe like a hole. bunch of children that were getting abused and molested. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's they love their brothers and sisters. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they have a common enemy. Right. So they would if all of a sudden you rip that family apart and put them in foster homes yeah. because dad was a molester, it's like they would well, almost want to go they back. They got to him it. away yeah. from dad, the molester, but right. damn, I miss my brother. Yeah. Why can't we all yeah, be yeah. together? It's that. Type yeah. Of and, but, and, but some of them were still like, I miss the molester. Yeah. They were mad at him because they wanted the original version of him back, right. what they believed yeah. him to be before yeah. he was revealed. The crazy part, I think, is when they show the footage in Hawaii after he's fled and he takes off to Hawaii with just a couple people and they're including filming him the secretly, yeah, including the film. Yeah. And so they're filming him secretly though. And they watch him like there he is. And he walks. And as he turns around this fucking corner, then like six steps behind him, you're like, and another person and another person and another person. Oh shit. There's a group. And he's got a whole new fucking gaggle, to, gaggle yeah. of gay gooses fucking following yeah. him yep. around the fucking corner. And you go, look at those fucking innocent people that are just completely naive and being manipulated. It's a whole new group, dude. Mm-hmm. He could just do it over and oh, over. Yeah. It doesn't matter and, where and you land him. He yeah. rebuilt it. When the movie came out, they released his press people or whoever released a, a formal statement. And it said, it's heartbreaking to see how history has been rewritten Holy hell is not a documentary. Rather, it is a work of fiction designed to create drama, fear and persecution. That is what sells. I'm saddened by this attempt to obscure the message of universal love and spiritual awakening. It is devastating to see these friends who were once so filled with love for the world become so angry. I wish them only the best and hold each one close to my heart. If any of my actions were a catalyst for their disharmony, I'm truly sorry. May all beings find peace, Michelle. But again, maybe, maybe, maybe he meant it, you know, doing it all over somewhere else, probably in Hawaii. That was the last place they saw him um, as a group, but they've since lost. Yeah. Lost where he's at. They can't find him. That that level of charisma and manipulation and fucking hypno already a new group. Yeah. Yeah, You know, where it's crazy. They show the, the professions of the people and they show where they're at now. All those people are like super Zen. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. Like yoga instructors. And like all of them seemed like, and they all had fucking, like every crystal one, necklaces and shit. Yeah. It's filming them in their homes and like all of their houses are full of Buddhist art and fucking like statues of the Buddha and Sanskrit holy texts and like all like it had an effect. 
like it it had an effect so no it's it's a trip it's a it's a trippy cult again it didn't end as bad as a whole lot of cults do uh by nobody all, died but you know uh someone died it there was a a lot of uh unwilling butt sex all it was, all it was willing but they didn't want it yeah on that uh that, that youtube channel call. the youtube channel girl it's ready to glare as the youtube channel but it's uh it's it is what you said uh vel lifted mm-hmm. um she talked about something that you're like what where was he before this we only know about this shit because yeah. that filmmaker came out what did he do before that 22 years oh, this yeah. motherfucker's old yeah like he was in fucking rosemary's baby he's in that yeah. fucking movie like that's crazy. Like, what was he doing in the fucking actor world? Like, right. who did yeah. he fuck back then? Yeah, did he molest kids? Like, what fucking creepy thing? Yeah. We don't have any idea where he was at before well, and he like popped he on said, the radar. And like he has said, what other cults are undiscovered? True. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like what, he's still going. And Rose, he's still going, and nobody. What knows was where his he's name at? before yeah. Michelle? Yeah. You know, before Rose it was fucking. Baby came yeah. out in 1968. So yeah, and he was already a grown ass man. So who knows? Yeah, what was going on? Like I said, I mean, there's there's a bunch of serial killers out there right now that you know nothing about. Did you see the guy you know. in Bakersfield? Huh, they one? just busted some dude for stabbing homeless women, like over a period of a couple weeks. Like he was just stabbing homeless chicks downtown, like on fucking O and Nineteenth. Yeah, people here. get tired of this shit. Yeah, it was, fucking... but it was like I don't know. They he was he got caught on camera wearing like the same hoodie, holding the knife, and he stabbed someone on Kentucky. Oh, and 19th, yeah. all of them lived though, but he was only stabbing homeless uh, people. Horrible. So they stalked, uh, they started like a stakeout on 19th yeah. and they fucking saw him following a homeless woman and jumped out and got him because he was probably about to stab yeah. the homeless woman. So that dude could have turned into a serial killer. That was yeah. like the first three times yeah. before he actually killed one. Yeah. Fucking scary. That's right here. That's blocks away. That motherfucker was like a serial killer in the making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy shit. Shouldn't be homeless. That it? That's it. Abruptly, that's it. Where did my fucking winners go? Here they are. All it's right. abrupt. Abrupt. Um, oh, social media winner for episode 473, Marilyn Monroe, is going to be at Blistershins. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's uh, Rachel Gray. Blistershins. What's going on over there, Rachel? You got the carpet burns? Oh, Blistershins. The rug burns. Yeah, that's what I call her. I used to call her boil knees. Yeah. That's a push, weird push. angle if you got blisters on your shins. That's a weird Not, angle. Yeah. Ah, the knees, it just depends. Well, yeah, I mean, she has protruding shins. Yeah. It's doggy style. Scoot, scoot, push, push. Yeah. She's just into it. She's yeah. moving and not just being moved. Yeah. That's blister shins and blister knees. Yeah. You know, like they're. You have know. you ever had carpet burns from sex? Yeah. Fuck. Well, I've had that carpet, shit's just n- carpet burns in general <laughs> yeah. sucks. Like sex carpet burns. Like, I learned my lesson at a young age. Like, if you damn. ever ran through a house and tripped. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. like at full or, speed. Or you thought you were going to wrestle your buddy. Like, oh, I'm going to wrestle yeah, my yeah. buddy. And, and then you fucking got elbow carpet burns. Yeah. Ooh. And then you're fucking him. You know, you're fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get, bro. Shouldn't give yeah. me carpet burn. Yeah. You didn't want it, but you liked it. Yeah. Now your butt's going to burn. Yeah. No, but anyways. Third eye make you quiver. <laughs> Put my thumb right in your third eye. Uh, Rachel Gray is going to win a sticker pack for retweeting on Twitter. <laughs> she retweeted a twat and she wins. So Frankie mm-hmm. Pigeon is going to hit you up and get your contact information and we'll promise not to dox. She's not going to put it on the internet. We're not going to do it. We're just going to send you a package, but you have to have the faith. Just got Like George Michael said, you got to mm-hmm. have faith and we will send you that sticker pack from Printer Cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we are a member of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com to check out cool podcasts like Kim and Ket Stay Live, maybe. Um, they're doing podcasts. They just did a co-podcast with Hillbilly Horror Stories, actually, mm. uh, where the other podcast participated to see if they mm. would survive that scenario, mm. which is kind of cool. So mm. it's cool cool to see people collaborate. We never do it because no. just we can't figure it out logistically. Like, we don't have the time to do it. We're already doing our shit. I want to do stuff with other people. Yeah. 
we talk about it. We just have to say yes. We talked about Hysteria 51. We talk about mm-hmm. uh, podcasts we listen to. It's mm-hmm. fun to do, even just if we do say yes. solo. I mean, the couple that I did, that was... That was I, did the, I did the Goonies battle where I battled on... Uh, mm-hmm. on uh, do it, Doug? Do it, Doug. Mm-hmm. With uh, Sam Culper. And then... Uh, I feel like I did. Oh, I did a. I did Project VCR. Right, yeah, back, I was back to the future too. Yeah, 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 I did that one, and then yeah. Brad did the one with uh, yeah Jeff. I was right? mistaken. Yeah, it was supposed to be Dave. <laughs> I did ecto- okay. I did ectoplasm in yeah. my age. That's right. Yeah, we should try to do that. I'm always nervous. Feels like I'm out of my element. I'm scared. Yeah. I just make dick jokes no matter where I'm at. Hey, right? we're Grocery the fucking, store, we're the fucking professionals. We do what we want. True. The problem is, I want to do all. The problem is, you go like like Jeff. You know, fucking what's his last name? Adamant. Jeff Leroy. Which Jeff? Jeff Adamek. Jeff. Leroy? Who the fuck is Leroy? Same same difference. (laughs) Same Same difference. Same name, different letters. Anyway. Fuck that guy. Anyway. um, You thought he knew you. He drives a Camaro. He's a fucking boy girl. Wait, does he? Yeah. Like a new one. Not even a cool one. Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I've changed that. That's it. His last name is Leroy. Yeah, exactly. Leroy LaFonda. Yeah. What just happened? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just mind mind fucked Brent yeah. hating Jeff. Yeah, um, fucking Camaro yeah, driving like, Leroy. That motherfucker had a script and shit. Like fucking, I'm like, yeah, we don't know <laughs> script over here. You're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. no, uh-huh. so you got to bring the Brad. I'll bring the Brent. He brings the yeah. Dave. You show yeah. up with what you got. Like, you know oh, that's I mean? cool script, bro. I don't use scripts. <laughs> yeah, check this out. It's yeah. my dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Look at it. Look at it. You want it? Huh? Blister shins. You quit want staring it. at it. Do quit you staring. want it? Blister shins. You can't. All right. Oh, knee boils. You want some of this? So, yes, podbelly.com. That's your shout out. <laughs> um, this coming week, pretty soon here, I think, because what's today? Today would be Friday, technically. No, so it could be a virtual meetup tonight. Uh, Sam Culper is hosting virtual meetups for the Sofa King group, and I think they're going to play Cards Against Humanity or some other mm-hmm. game that Carrie Weebles and Wobbles but doesn't fall down made up mm. or has or something. It's called Guess What's in My Pocket. Oh, Guess my, What's in My Pocket. <laughs> that's, that's my dick. Yeah. Get your hands off me. <laughs> so anyways, uh, check out the virtual meetup. If you're in the group, look for the link. Um, who knows what happens? It's only been up to like 20 people. Uh, Actually, get, I saw a picture of you guys on there, and I yeah. went to look for the link. There's no link. Like, there's no... There was a link, know. I promise. That's how I, I got know. there. It's fucking horrible the way... this legit. The logistics that's happening are horrible. No, it's in the group. I, I was late that's to not, it this time because I forgot to. I, will, I promised to send. I'm going to write a thing on here in for none your fucking business to remind When's it you happen guys. though? Like it's like fucking early. It's Fridays at seven thirty or something. Uh, I think right. Like no, early. Saturdays at seven thirty. Saturday because it happened last night. The one that I went to is yeah. Saturday at seven because mm. you have to realize Saturday? In, like, in New York it's ten. Right. So you have. Well, to, we so don't care. Around seven ish right. um, on Saturdays. The virtual. What if I get with happening. a group of people, like, like a, a whole group of people, house? like a gaggle of people somewhere? Yes, and then join. That's fine. Like all in the same room. Yeah, that's fine. That works. Okay. It's not social distancing in any way for, well, it but for everyone else. Do I ever follow rules? No. Exactly. All right. Um, rules also, are meant to be broken. Um, look out like for those hearts. Reddit coins. Dave's the leprechaun. He's been throwing fucking change at people inside of groups for <laughs> posting Elio Kateko. Dave's throwing nickels. He's going to hit you in the head with some gold pieces. Um, <laughs> check that out. Um, Elio Kateko Hot Sauce is our primary sponsor. It's fucking delicious, and it comes in a variety of seven different flavors. Um, five of them habanero. I don't know what chipotle, what heats the chipotle, actually. I need to look on the back of that. But it's habanero. Um, there is a jalapeno flavor as well, though, so that's why I wonder. Yeah. And I don't think the, I don't think the chipotle is a The jalapeno. chipotle will be jalapeno. Uh-huh. I'll have to look that up. I don't know. Huh? I no. Chipotle is green. Jalapeno. Jalapeno is green. But it's delicious. Chipotle is a smoked it, jalapeno. So. Yeah. Chipotle should come in a giant bottle, though. It really should. You're a smoked jalapeno. <laughs> 
Um, but check out elucateco.com if you want some gear. You can buy sauce there. You can go to mexgrocery.co.uk if you're outside the United States and having trouble finding it. Or if you're inside the United States and just can't find it, um, you can just go to elucateco.com and order it there. And if if you don't have any uh, any way to do that, there's friends in the group. People have been swapping flavors. Like if you can't find Caribbean where you live, but you've got tons of black and some other person needs that, you guys can swap sauces. That's what we call it in the group, swapping sauces. So it's a... Uh, it's gay because you have to put it in their butt to do it. But Brad, what are you doing? I feel like you're taking pictures of my nipples over here. Bro. Chili habanero chipotle. Drop oh, the fucking habanero. mic. He, did, he actually dropped the mic, the real mic. Um, thank you to Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com. No, use chipotle, codes. it is a jalapeno. <laughs> Dave's going to reiterate. Chili habanero chipotle. It says habanero on it, Dave. What does? The chili, the, the habanero, chipotle. Oh, well, you can tell you says habanero. Even has pictures of habaneros. Then it has to be chipotle. <laughs> Is chipotle by definition supposed to be jalapenos? No. Isn't it a smoked jalapeno? No. I don't think so. <clears throat> it's a smoked pepper. I don't know what chipotle actually means, but... Jimmy D's Tees sells t-shirts and you can go to jimmydstees.com and use code SofaKing to save some money doing that. Um, we're trying to get people to follow him on Instagram. It looks like he has gotten four followers oh, since yes. our last episode. Yes, that's not from us though. Yeah, no, it was from us. <laughs> Couldn't have yeah. been. Yeah, it has to have been. There's no way he randomly got four followers when we shouted it out a second ago. Couldn't have been. While we're live, he got four more. The Chipotle so, uh, is merely a smoke-dried <laughs> jalapeno. Um, that's it. More commonly made from red jalapenos, Chipotle's date as far back as the Aztec who smoked jalapeno peppers as a preservative measure because the jalapeno's thick flesh would rot before, would not rot before completely air dry. Specifically jalapeno, huh? Oh, wow. The Yucatan king of flavor has a mistake. I don't know what to say. It's a, it's a variation of, of Chipotle. What would you call a smoked habanero then? So what is Chabane- the ingredient? Chabanero? It just says I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the ingredients. The the bottle, the label is, is smoked jalapeno. Let's see here. You said the bottle smoked habanero. Habanero, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, Jimmy Trying D's to... has gone up a couple more followers now. He's gotten, what was he at? Three, just one. From, just four, from right four. now? Yeah, Jesus it went up three while I'm talking. Oh, wow. <laughs> so um, go over there and keep uh, following Jimmy D on Instagram, and we're going to give away a T-shirt. He's going to pick some of, of his followers since the shout-out. I'll message him right now. And... Uh, and he's going to give away a t-shirt and we'll give away a t-shirt. You'll get two t-shirts because that's how we do it. And Jimmy, I will pay for that t-shirt. Um, so I think that's all I got. If Brad's done looking at ingredients over there. To, uh, I got a 360 on this bottle here. A 360 view on the bottle over here. You guys are really fighting this one out. I'm pretty sure Dave's right about the origin. Well, the, the Chipotle, that makes sense. I'm not arguing yeah. that. I'm just saying that what actual, it actually you is, can take right. a hot sauce. Well, I can yeah. run upstairs and get a bottle. The first, the first ingredient for El Yucateco Chipotle is Chipotle peppers. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, it just says chipotle peppers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I don't it know. Says I on the front. Fake that. news, bro. I don't know what's happening here. All right, anyway. I'm going to contact the authorities over there and says. find out what's going on. They're probably a solid answer. I have a direct line to tell you, Kateko. Yeah. I will message them and find out. Um, I don't know what's It's happening. your turn, Brad. Is it? Yeah, right, Skull member. Yeah, we have a Skull member of the month. The Skull member of the month is, uh, what's his name? Oh, it's Chris Jane. Leroy, Chris, Chris Leroy, Chris Drain, <laughs> Chris Drain. No, I didn't forget really. Um, but uh, last Monday, I was talking about some things on his shopping list. Um, we got down to the uh, what do we get down to? The old person, 
Yeah, the, uh, the, the wall senior art. citizens in a golf cart wall decor. Yes, that was the last item. Um, he also he, has a. Uh, he's he's bought a human finger off Amazon. He bought it? Did he bought it? He bought it. He's bought a human <laughs> finger. <laughs> um, just a bone though. Yeah. Uh, at a, at a steal at fifteen dollars per choice. Per choice at a saying, steal. Basically. Yeah. We're making a word. Per choice. Um, he bought it. Per choice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, he was persuasioned. You know, somebody yes, persuasioned. Exactly. Him. Yeah. 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 So, uh, also, he's bought a, uh, he's actually a member of the Peanut Butter and Jelly of the Month Club. Damn, there's a club? Uh, yeah. I, why was I not informed? Apparently, I, I think the yearly fee on that, I, th- I guess this would be a yearly fee at $468.96, uh, Peanut Butter and Jelly of the Month. I mean, you're probably trying different peanut butters, right. different jellies. I'm not sure he likes peanut butter and jelly. Uh, he's also, um, uh, he bought a bacon-scented mustache. Uh, <laughs> all day yeah four dollars tripping $4. on per choice i think that could be a real word like per it's choice, like yeah maybe. it's like it, it, it's based yeah. on which decision you made like it, there's multiple choices and if you don't choice. if you don't have one of these you might need one it's a dog dryer uh he paid forty dollars for it is it, a, is it a net bag you put them in they roll around it's it well it's clo- it's a bag yeah have you seen that it's a fu- no oh that's different but this- there's these like uh pet dryers <laughs> that when you give them a bath like you you put them inside this net bag and then they just fucking roll around inside the bag yeah. and it dries them off. But I think it's, it's breathable. I think the next item is pretty awesome. It's a Godzilla garden gnome. That's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, let's see. So at, at Does 20, it come with little buildings? That'd be cool. Uh, no, he's actually crushing the gnomes, it looks like. Mm. Oh, that's awesome, actually. That's pretty funny. So uh, he's carrying and crushing gnomes. Also, he bought a desktop refrigerator that holds a, a can of Coke. So uh, mm. set next to his computer. And then he also bought a suture practice kit, just in case. <laughs> He's a cutter though, uh, so it works out. Yeah, and then he loves his dill pickle lip balm. So they have a few items he's bought off Amazon. His that's his shopping cart list. I remember when I worked so. at uh, PetSmart. Uh, you know, Deli Cat cat food, mm-hmm. of course, major grocery brand. Um, it came with a free pickle scented pen, and I was like, "What in the fuck did they come across? Like a fucking truckload of pickle you know what scented people pens? will want? Yeah, you know what people will want, Jim." I don't even a think pickle scented pen. I don't think the decision went that way. I think they came upon a large stock and quantity no, was, of pickle. What are we going to do with these pens? Yes. Jim, you know what people want? <laughs> Sister company. Yeah. Like another well, company had the pickle. Think about pens it. Think like, about the deli cat. <clears throat> think about Rachel Gray. Right. right. Think about how weird she is. She's a fucking cat. lady. She's got shin blisters. Yeah, She's got shin blisters. She's a cat lady. Right. Probably. What more would she want than a pickle scented pen? Maybe she just has like a skin condition. Well, it's hard. To, I mean, it's hard to, Ashy to shin. combine your love of pickles and your love of pens and cats sure. and you combine them. And there it is. Right. I mean, someone's day was made. They were like, fucking finally. Well, check this out. So pen. check this out. Check this out. Right. You, you're saying, right. This is like Sammy and the, and the, and the robe, right. He was saying he right. would never wear a robe and then come to find out it's something you've been missing your whole life. Yes. Right. So the pickle scented, right? Sounds weird. Nobody really wants one except for when you have this nasty smelling cat food, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing cures the smell it clears of your nasty I could smelling cat food. You wear it like a mustache. You curl your lip. You mm-hmm. put the, the pickle scented pin under your nose uh, while you're feeding the cats the cat food. It's not that they wanted it to be a pin. It was just the most efficient form of transportation for the scent of pickle. Exactly. Right. I see what exactly. happened. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. So mm-hmm. it's like a bacon flavored mustache. I'm, that's been a mystery for at least 15 years. I don't know. Yeah. I, it was a long time ago. I'm but glad. Now we, everybody yeah. needs the pickle pin. I wonder if you can still yeah. get one. The pin pickle. Should have yeah. saved one. It's a collector's item now probably. Yeah. All right. Is that all you got? You got more stuff to say. No, that's good. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> Reddit and shit. You got all that. You didn't say, yeah, you didn't say any of that. I didn't? No. Huh. 
<laughs> Go to Reddit. Yep. It's a it's a place. Yep. All right, I'm done. That's it. All right. That's it. All right. That's how you're doing it. Go to r4 slash Sofa King Podcast. <laughs> uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Uh, personal Instagram, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brit and Sofa King Dave. Check out, oh, you can check out under score hot sauce. That was like a trombone whiskey. Underscore hot sauce. Check out Jimmy D's Teas, Podbelly. Also, go to patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast. Hey, make sure you're following us on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it happens like where I see I can invite you to like us on Facebook or something. Like, yeah. Comment yeah, on go to Facebook, Make sure you're actually like following yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. You're probably missing this. Same thing on Instagram. Turn, go turn follow off the all of us on Instagram. Already. Yeah. Follow us. Uh, like the sh- like the things. Share. Go and share. Thank you to the people that go like the fuck out of our post. Every time I say that on mm. there, I, mm. I show up and there's like a hundred notifications because mm. someone killed themselves liking stuff. Oh, thank you too. Cause you guys, Ellie Kateko liked the fuck out of them until some people got blocked. I have a list of names. So, you know what happened? Um, I told them to go like Ellie Kateko's post until Instagram just fucking shut them down. Oh, and, okay, uh, okay. A couple oh people, I thought Ellie yeah, blocked I, I have I some like, names fuck. and there are some prizes oh, uh, because wow. Ellie Kateko actually said, Hey, the, these three people <laughs> got like their Instagram, like shut off or something because they liked so many uh, of our posts on Instagram. Nice. So, so thank you for doing that. Keep nice. that up. If you haven't done it yet. Nice. Go do it again. Way to sacrifice yeah. yourself. Yeah. It's for only for like, cause. I think it's just hours. 24 hours. Yeah. Maybe like the next that, yeah. day. It's worth so, it. And I'm gonna anyway, uh, we have a Spotify playlist. Uh, Spotify. Uh, it's go to Spotify and it's actually we're on Spotify too. So if you weren't listening on Spotify and you listen to Spotify or if you didn't know everything Spotify has to offer, I use Spotify uh, pretty much strictly now because it has so much like there's, there's, there's a lot of things you can do. Um, somebody actually on Facebook was asking me how I find all the different artists mm-hmm. I find. Um, and I was kind of, like I said, there's no rhyme or reason. I just find, um, artists in Spotify. Like there's so much in there. You just have to dig a little bit. Um, but our podcast is on there and you can also, uh, listen to the playlist. Um, and it has the, the songs that we play on the, um, bonus episodes also. So, uh, if you're not a patron member or patrons, you're, if you're not a Patreon, um, the bonus episode songs are on there. Also, the episode songs, you can go to that, and it's uh, Sofa King Podcast 2020. The old one is the 2019 playlist, and I believe there's an original one of Sofa King Podcast also, which has a ton of songs on it too. So um, that's pretty much it. You good, Dave? I'm good. You still alive? Okay. All right. Don't be retired.
hold 